0: everyone, thank you for joining us today. Welcome to Eagle Eye. Every two weeks, we'll have exclusive interviews with your favorite BC student athletes, professors, alumni, and more. I'm si Yun An, head multimedia editor.
1: And I'm Annie Corrigan, the associate multimedia editor. Today's exciting because we have two special guests,
0: UGBC president-elect Jack Brocker and vice president-elect Gianna Rusi. First off, congratulations on your recent win. Can you guys introduce yourselves, please?
2: Yeah, thanks. Uh, well, first of all, thanks so much for the, the congratulations. Um, you know, Gianna and I are really excited to be you know, hitting the ground running and uh, hopefully getting to work as soon as we can for the student body. Uh, we've already kind of put some things in motion um, and we're really excited um, you know, at the, the prospects of what we're hoping to accomplish next year. Uh, my name is Jack, I'm a junior in the Morrissey College of Arts and Sciences, majoring in political science and perspectives with a minor in ancient civilizations um, and yeah, I'm the president elect of UGBC. I think that's the first time I've said that out loud. So that's, that's got a I got a smile on my face right now. So that's, that's a cool, nice ring to it, I guess.
3: I know it's the first time I heard vice president elect for you guys. So that, that made me happy. Um, yeah, we're just, Jack and I are really, um, humbled and honored that, um, you know, the student body, um, you know, we, we got the majority of the student body behind us and, you know, vote wise, um, you know, we, we're honored we don't take this um, lightly. And, you know, we, we really are dedicated to making sure every voice at BC is heard, um, even those that didn't elect us directly. Um, but yeah, my name is Gianna, um, uh, Gianna Rusi, and I'm a double major um, in history and political science in Morrissey College of Arts and Sciences. I'm also a junior, like Jack, um, and I'm originally from Miami, Florida. But yeah, we're really excited to be here and thanks for having us.
1: Awesome, we're excited to have y'all here. Um, so our first question is what got you first involved with UGBC?
2: Yeah, so this is actually a funny question because I didn't realize I I didn't realize I was involved in UGBC until like three weeks after I was involved in UGBC. So I had I had applied to the Undergraduate Leadership Academy, uh, ULA, uh, which used to be a division uh, of the student government. And uh, it was like our third ULA meeting. Where they said you know you guys have to go to the UGBC meeting general meeting this Sunday and I was like what are you talking about like what like so I had no idea like and I had never done student council or student government in high school or middle school Uh, so it was completely new territory for me Um, and just I guess by a stroke of luck pure chance um, I I was a member of UGBC and then I also was in student initiatives my freshman year. So we worked a lot. That's like kind of the cab of UGBC, like event programming wise. Um, so we helped to put on a couple different initiatives during that year. The big one that year was the Allie, Allie Raisman talk. Um, that was my, my freshman year. Uh, so that was really cool. And then uh, sophomore year, I ran for student assembly um, and won and I was a class representative. Um, and then this year I joined the council for students with disabilities um, and have been able to work under my good friend, Nick Claudio uh, and Svea McNally. Uh, and then I ran for reelection and was re-elected. Gianna and I placed first and second in the student assembly election. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, I ran for, for president and, and won.
3: Yeah, so um, I have a bit of a different half um, in UGBC. So basically freshman year, I didn't really know what it was. Um, I'd heard some chatter of you know, having student assembly representatives be elected from our class. Um, it was kind of bizarre because I feel like I was just getting to know everyone. And then I was like electing someone that I'd never met before. But um, I, I thought that you know that was the gist of UGBC. Um, and then sophomore year, I decided to apply for communications after realizing that UGBC is a lot more than just a student assembly, you know, they have different divisions. So um, communications really called to me and I um, decided to apply. I had done some communications work in the past, so I was um, passionate about it and it just opened my eyes to what UGBC really is. I was able to experience all the different divisions in comms because we, um, you know, pub and support all the divisions. And I was able to see, you know, what events they put on and the great advocacy work each division does. Um, And it really inspired me to get more involved in UGBC. Um, Then I worked for Jack's campaign last year when you were at Musar and um, it opened my eyes even more to what advocacy means um, on BC's campus. It, you know, um, the student assembly Side of things um, that I'd never really touched or gone near, um, but yeah, I, I was really inspired by their campaign that they put on, and you know um, all the great work they've done. And I loved working with them, so um, you know that also inspired me to run um, as a, for the first time as a junior. And like Jack mentioned, it was really cool to be able to be in the student assembly um, with him and you know represent the class of 2022 together. And, um, you know, we've worked together in the capacity of like representing EGBC um, at the Sustainability Action Committee and stuff like that. So it's really been great to to do and be able to experience different sides of UGBC.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, you kind of touched upon this when you answered the first question, but how did you guys like become a team like together and know that you guys work well?
3: Um, yeah, I can start us off. So um, Jack and I kind of have like this bizarre story that we like, I we kind of like um like came across it like during the campaign too, like a part of it because I remembered something. Um, but basically, we met first semester freshman year on our forty eight hours retreat, and we got placed in the same group randomly. Um, and so we met like we talked a little bit, but you know, it's only it's a weekend retreat after all, so like you don't get to talk to everyone super in depth, but at the end, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with forty eight hours. But um, I don't know if your group did like the thread activity where you have to like pass a piece of the thread to someone and it like connects you with the person that you um, pass it to. And it kind of like makes a a circle and unites everyone. So I gave mine to Jack and I like realized that after speaking with my friends about 48 hours um, a few weeks ago. And um, I was, I remember I was like, um, you know I hope to be able to get to know you in the future and like hopefully we can connect like, you know down the road. And then, you know, we kept in contact but um, then we both got involved in UGBC, different divisions, but, um, and then, you know, I worked on his campaign. We both ran for student assembly representative, but then over the summer, um, after, you know, um, after Zara and Jack's campaign, I texted Jack, and I was like, hey, um, (laughs) if you decide to run again, I might be interested, like, I really enjoyed being on the campaign, so we've, like, I, I don't even know, like, where the start of us being a team was like Jack do you have any input like I don't know (laughs) how to answer that question
2: yeah um well I will say so like the first Gianna touched on a little bit earlier earlier with the campaign so like when I was a candidate for vice president our first debate was the diversity inclusion debate and I I like to think of myself as like a good debater and you know I, I think I did well this year I think I did well last year um but I was just so bad in this first debate like It was I was just doing so poorly. Gianna can remember it and she like was not on the team like so she was like she wasn't like officially on the team before the debate for some reason she decided to join the team like during the debate and I swear like I thought like the entire campaign team was gonna leave because I was doing it was just a rough debate performance by me like I I, I was kind of stuttering a bit um I was struggling to get out sentences. I was like, uh, you know, stammering over my words. I was saying like a lot. And uh I I just don't know why she joined during the during that debate. Yeah. Any, anyways, like I think that's just like you know a testament to like, you know, Gianna and I are kind of like ride or die together. Um, I think we're a good team, a good pair. Like she said, you know, we've known each other for several years now. And what makes me feel confident about our team is that um you know we're friends before UGBC. Yay! We're going to be friends during UGBC and we're going to be stronger friends, uh, you know, when we leave UGBC as, as graduating seniors. Um, so I have complete confidence in, in our team and our ticket. So
1: that's like, that's awesome. The whole thing about forty-eight hours. that's it's really crazy how things come full circle. But our next question is, how has your background in UGBC and just in general, how has it shaped you both as leaders today?
3: yeah so, um, I touched a bit about what um you know why I was involved in in UGBC, and I feel like I have a bit of a different background, like Jack, last night we were like um we were having like a meet- we had a meeting, and Jack was like, Gianna, did you think like last year during winter break, um being in the communications division that you would you know, a year later be vice president elect? like, absolutely not. Like I think that my experience in UGBC has been so different and and unique. Um, for a vice president-elect that it's really prepared me and opened my eyes to all parts of UGBC. Like I really like that communications was my kind of introduction um, because I was able to see, you know, all different types um, of divisions and like all the work that they've done and also meet people from all these divisions um, and go to those events. And I think that starting UGBC like that makes it where I don't have a vision of UGBC as like this, like divided organization in my eyes I see I see everyone connected um this year obviously it's been a little bit different especially with COVID and everything but I think that Jack and I have the same vision and that you know he started off at ULA and I feel like they have a common community aspect too so um just having that background in a division and also having the background in student assembly I think um you know makes it where my view of UGBC is very much like community based and has allowed me to have a different outlook.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think Gianna and I have been able to work with pretty much every division or council in some capacity. Um, And I think that's going to go a long way in in bringing like some unity and and some structure to UGBC. Um, So I, I, you know, one of the things that we stress is feeling students feeling like they have solid advocates in us, Um, you know, trusting that Myself and Gianna, when we go into meetings with administrators, that you know we're looking out for them and we're sticking up for them. Um, and so I think you know just being able to have previously worked in a capacity with, I think pretty much almost every single aspect of UGBC, Um, I think you know Gianna and I are day one ready. So.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you guys um for those listening that aren't really familiar with your platform if you could tell us a little bit about that and what motivated you to like run with these policies
2: yeah so yeah. we have 15, yeah. 14, or, sorry, 15 or 14 different policy areas I think 14 um ranging from Hana plus to lgbtq plus to accessibility um and all the way down to like you know like something that isn't as like glamorous like international policy um, you know, uh, something that those, like, I think Montserrat first gen international transfer often go overlooked because they don't have specific, like divisions for those in UGBC. There are, there are positions, but, you know, we have the LGBTQ plus leadership council, the council for students with disabilities, the um, uh, HANA plus leadership council. So like, those are the big ones. Um, so, you know, tr- you know, balancing, uh, you know, every, policy area kind of the same, was really, you know, important for us. Um, And we wanted to have depth and uh, like, like a foundation. Uh, We, one of the things we stress is like, if we don't have a, if we don't have depth or substance to the policy areas, then we're just wasting students' time. You know, the undergraduate government of, of Boston College is not to BC what the United States government is to, the United States of America. You know, student assembly resolutions don't go into law like they're non-binding. Um, you know, we have a limited budget; we have to work within institutional red tape. Um, so, any anything we t- talk about deserves to be approached with kind of a a, a vision that is grounded in substance and actionable actionable policy. Um, so, one of the one of the things that like we've really stressed is avoiding stigma of campaign buzzwords or campaign fodder like everyone everyone in a run for student government whether it's student assembly or uh, president and vice president runs on upper campus accessibility divestment and an lgbtq plus resource center but there's not much that people offer like just beyond like those ideas um, so we were the only team in the race that had a plan for what upper campus accessibility looks like, um, you know, like whether it's a, a wheelchair accessible elevator, um, connecting to like the college road entrance, uh, a terrace that has a, like an incline uh, to Mac, um, whether it's ADA compliant bookshelves, um, we, were, we were the only campus, or we were, on the, we were the only team in the race that had a plan for upper campus accessibility. And I think that goes a long way in resonating with students. Um, and on divestment, one of the things we're going to be looking to do uh, in the next couple of weeks during the transition is rolling out an amendment for uh, an environmental and sustainability division. You know, the the only the only, really the only position in student government that pursues environmental advocacy is a, like the climate coordinator in student initiatives, um, which is just one position in like an event programming division. Uh, Gianna and I believe that uh, you know if we want to see divestment and we want to see sustainable changes on campus, we're going to have to de- dedicate a significant amount of resources. Um, since ULA was cut, we're one division down than has than there historically has been. Um, so it's not unprecedented for the amount of divisions that we would want to have in UGBC with the environmental and sustainability division. Like we we it's. Like that amount of di- the that, that number of divisions is is president, precedented, and uh, it, that also means we have the budget space for it. Um, UGBC currently has a has a budget surplus right now, uh, so we're gonna be you know looking to how do we adjust to like the new year with a, a budget surplus. Um, the other thing is uh, LGBTQ resource center. Um, so you know again like a lot of people talk on like oh building it. LGBTQ plus resource center, like that, that's more than a year long project. Um, and, you know, the planning for building a new building or something like this. So it's, it's, it's more, John and I want to utilize the space that already is available. Um, so that's why we've kind of rolled out like the idea of expanding office spaces for division or the uh, diversity inclusion divisions, you know, by adding, a there's unused space in Kearney right now. Um, and I think that by creating like a, a HANA Plus Leadership Council office, Council for Students with Disabilities office, um, LGBTQ Leadership Council office, like we'll begin to see um, those safe spaces and communities for historically marginalized students on campus um, in a much more like productive and a, uh, like reasonable pragmatic approach to such an important issue.
3: Yeah, and just to um, you know, add on to what Jack said, he gave an awesome um, overview and specifics of our platform. I think we also wanted to focus on, you know, we try to make everything intentional. Um, we didn't just put you know three pillars up just for the sake of like having three words with the letter C. Like we wanted to be um, have a comprehensive platform. We wanted to be collaborative, and we wanted to be compassionate. Um, so we kind of centered everything around those um, three. And we also, you know, are saying for Eagles with Eagles, like that's also not just for the gist of like having something that's catchy. We actually wanted to build a platform that accounts for all voices on campus and like that have come directly from student concerns that we've heard. Um, And we wanted to make them into, you know, some tangible change that we can achieve this year or at least set the precedent for, you know, future administrations. So um, we really wanted to also focus on up, amplifying student voices and uplifting student voices, especially um, those students that come from marginalized communities. So for example, um, you know, we, we really focus on coalition building. Um, we recognize that UGBC is not the only organization that does good work. Um, we want to focus on uplifting student voices, you know, that have dedicated all their time and that are so passionate about certain issues. So, you know, sustainability um, clubs on campus, for example, um, by creating an environmental and sustainability division, we want to kind of centralize advocacy work for those organizations that already exist because we understand that a lot of the times what's keeping these um, awesome initiatives and ideas that they have from becoming reality is either, you know, not enough in their budget or, um, you know, not enough volunteers for, a beach cleanup, for example, we want to make it where students can kind of centralize all their advocacy and have a place where they can, you know, get resources or exchange ideas. Um, So that's kind of what we focused our plan um, on. And that's our vision, too. We want to make sure that, you know, students have solid advocates in us. And we also want to make sure we provide enough resources for students to succeed and be able to, you know, work on what they're passionate about.
1: That's awesome. As like a freshman,
3: we're both freshmen. So like
1: it really kind of gives us hope for change for um, BC in the future. So how did your campaign change because of the pandemic? And did you have a way to like, specifically attract freshmen to your campaign with
3: COVID because we're not in person? I was gonna say, like, as someone that worked on Jack's campaign last year, something that was really stressed that I appreciated was this sense of community. We felt like we were a friend group, like of, you know, students that were passionate about the same thing, and I think that's what made, um, that's what stuck with me the most. And Jack and I have a similar vision. We wanted to continue that, and we were like, "How are we gonna do this? It's so hard with COVID." We're going to try as hard as we can. And, you know, this past week we've been meeting individually with, you know, everyone in our campaign team. And it's been so flattering to hear that they've had an amazing experience, whether this be the highlight of their year, some have said, or, you know, I've made friends that I'm going to keep talking to for, you know, my time here. And we also had a lot of freshmen on our campaign. Like we realized that freshman year is probably so hard and so different this year um, because of COVID and, you know, we we really wanted to make a place again that like started uplifting student voices before we we're in office. Like we understand the work doesn't start once we're in office. We wanted to start making change from the beginning. So we wanted to make a campaign team that was authentic, that created a community that students can always go back to like, and we've made friends for life like in the campaign. We've met amazing students and they were, they're so dedicated and passionate, it's amazing. Um, so, you know, we try to, we really wanted to target freshmen, especially, you know, um, that wanted change and that have been here this year. And, you know, this was their first view of of BC, which is, you know, very different from how Jack and I have experienced BC. Um, So we wanted to make sure to target freshmen. We wanted to make sure to hear their concerns. And, you know, I think we had a really diverse team in that we had people from different backgrounds to be able to target different types of students and, you know, um, student groups on campus and different types of passions that there are on campus. And we wanted, you know, we, we both recognize yeah. that our experiences aren't the same as everyone else's. Um, so we wanted to make sure we had a, as many voices on our team um, as possible to be able to rep- be representative of, you know, the whole student body as much as we could. So I'm glad that, you know, that kind of came across the way it did. It, it really like has been so flattering to hear from people on our team the past few days about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like Annie said, you know, as freshmen, we do really appreciate, you know, and we can recognize like the changes that are being made because I think as like freshmen during this year, it's like, we kind of just like talk to each other about changes we want to be made, but like, obviously nothing happens because we're not telling anyone. So yeah, that's really awesome. Um, so what has like UGBC taught you that you think you'll carry with you after your time at BC?
2: I think persistence is a big one. Um, you know, like I said, you know, the Undergraduate government is not to the school uh, what the United States government is to the United States. Um, you know, you're, you have limited power. You're working with a lot of red tape, um, and you know, progress and change is slow. It's important that if you want to see change and you want to bring change, you have to build a coalition. Um, it can't just be one person. It can't just be two people. Um, it's got to be. Uh, you know whether it's a certain number of students or uh, organizations on campus or off campus, um, or you know departments, et cetera. I think John and I are going to be looking to to build coalitions in you know every single pursuit on every single issue. Um, you know we have stri- we stressed during the campaign team um, that the campaign was not just uh, the two names at the top of the ticket. Um, we're gonna stress that this year in student government, UGBC is not just the two names at the top. It's about everyone and it's about the students that we represent. Um, so I think bringing that that team aspect and and collaborative um, pursuit is gonna be necessary to any, any functioning and successful student government.
3: For sure. I think um, I agree with everything Jack said. And I also think that UGBC has taught me um, just how passionate people really are about you know, advocacy work and, and you know, all the different divisions have done such amazing work. Um, and it's really taught me about community building. Like Jack said, that goes hand in hand with you know, bringing in, like creating a coalition of, of different voices. I think it, there's something to be said um, about students that give from their time and really dedicate themselves to different projects on campus. And you know, any way that Jack and I can help make those projects into reality, we're definitely willing to do. Um, and we definitely realize, like we recognize, like Jack said, we're not the only ones that can come about with this change. You know, we didn't run claiming that we had all the answers. Um, we understand that, you know, we, we want to incorporate as many student voices as we can into our platform and in how we go about um, serving this next year. So are there
1: any other, like, orgs, like organizations or clubs that you've both been involved in at your time at BC that have like influenced your experience with UGBC or like just as BC, like BC as a whole?
2: For sure. So uh, I, I'm a member of the Ignatian Society Executive Board. Um, the Ignatian Society is the largest student organization on campus um, and it's the, uh, all the graduates, I believe it's the largest student organization on campus. It's uh, comprised of all the graduates from Jesuit high schools. Um, and obviously BC is a Jesuit university. Um, so I, I think like, you know, carrying out the, the Jesuit mission of the university um, is an important aspect to my experience at, at Boston College um, and, you know, I think will be a guiding principal as student body president. Um, I also think the Bowman Advocates Program, uh, which is a uh, group of students on campus who lead uh, racial injustice workshops um, and dialogues on race. Uh, the dialogues on race program. Um, so I think engaging with students in productive discourse um, and reflective discourse is important. You know, there's, uh, I think there's so much division right now, anywhere. <laughs> like it is not, it is not hard uh, to find somewhere where two people disagree or, uh, about, you know, basically anything. I, I think that if we're going to start to, you know, build bridges and coalitions. It's gonna take, uh, you know, reflective and genuine conversations. Uh, I think the Bowman Advocates, Brave Workshops and Dialogues on Race program is a good example of that.
3: Yeah, um, I, so I've been a part of SAP, the Student Admission Program since my freshman year. Um, I really wanted to be a tour guide and a panelist. And then this year I was involved in the AHANA Plus Outreach Committee and I think that goes hand in hand with what Jack said, just making sure that, you know, we engage students in the most difficult discussions on campus and, you know, reach out to, um, you know, my job in the outreach committee is making sure AHANA plus students feel at home here and just making sure prospective students have a good overview of what BC um, is like and, you know, how to hit the ground running once they get here. Um, so I think my work in SAP has particularly, you know, um, made me more aware of the freshman experience at BC, which we kind of touched on before a little bit. Um, I hear everything that prospective students wanna achieve here. I've had students that are like, you know, BC, like since they were born, like they had like a onesie on like the minute they were like out of the womb. So that hearing like everything that students wanna achieve once they get here and, you know, just seeing how excited they are. Um, and how engaged you are throughout the college process, which is like one of the stress, most stressful moments in you know someone's life, is really inspiring to me. And I want to make sure that that continues. Like that that same feeling they felt, you know at the SAP office before going on their tour is the same way they feel throughout their time at BC. because what's the most heartbreaking to me is, you know, seeing those same students then feeling, you know unheard or feeling unwelcome at BC. kind of feeling stumped, like, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, You know, I've had a bad experience. That's, that's not what, you know, we want. And, you know, Jack and I have had ups and downs in our journey at BC. But at the end of the day, we really want to make sure that everyone feels at home and everyone feels like they have a place to succeed. Because at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, everyone that's gone on that tour has the same feeling. And we want to make sure that they feel that way up until, you know, the time they graduate and beyond. So, Um, That's really been enriching for me. Um, I'm also part of Alzheimer's Buddies, which is basically a group of students that um, go in, volunteer at an assisted living facility and, um, you know, work with Alzheimer's patients. This year it is online, which is a little sad, but um, it's been great Zooming with the patients um, and writing notes back and forth. And it's really, again, like taught me how we can all come together at a time like this um, that's been so isolating and, you know, so hard for people, especially, you know, Alzheimer's patients that can't see their families. Um, So yeah, it's just taught me a lot of compassion and um, has really opened my eyes to everything we can achieve even in an unprecedented year.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree because especially this year, clubs and organizations and volunteering, that's basically how I met people this year. So I think that's really awesome. So we have all the hardcore, you know, politics questions out of the way. There's something we just have to ask. We know that Jack is known for his like blue collared shirts around campus. So if you could just explain like the reasoning behind that.
2: Yeah, no, I do. uh, I will say like, I think the hardest thing about COVID. One of the hardest things about COVID has been uh, like, it's, it's harder to tell who is who with the mask on. I think you know the blue collar shirts are are coming in handy right now where it's like oh there's jack like in this in this blue collar shirt so yes i know i'm sporting one right now um you know consistency i like that's the name of the game consistency so uh you know rain or shine you know sun, sunrise sundown i'm going to be sporting a blue collar shirt that's you know consistency so
3: is blue your favorite color yeah yeah yeah
1: i figured <laughs> Um, So now we finally know the question to that or the answer to that question. Um, Gianna, we know you're originally from Florida. You said that earlier. So and like the first thing that I think of when I think of Florida, honestly, is like Disney World. So are there like any fun memories you have from like growing up in Florida, maybe like
3: Disney or beaches or whatever? Uh, Do I? I love Disney. I'm a big Disney fan. Um, It's only four hours away, like by car. So um, yeah, uh, ever since I was little, I love Disney World. Um, I've learned to appreciate too, it's very hot in Florida and with the humidity, it's like crazy hot. Um, but I've learned to appreciate that weather since coming here. I used to think that winter was my favorite season. It's not so much anymore. I'd say it's more fall. Um, I do like the weather here, but I, I would say like, you know, the sun, the sun, um, sunlight, you know, constant sun, memories at the beach definitely um, have been amazing. And also, sad enough, the last experience I have of like normalcy before COVID hit was spring break with my friends. We went to the beach and then we, because um, I'm from Miami, and then we drove to um, Disney. So it was like an all-in-one and it was like our last hurrah before, you know, COVID hit. And it's absolutely insane that, you know COVID Thankfully, we, none of us got it going to Disney World um, <laughs> before you know, everything, everything hit us. So um, honestly, like we always look back on that and we're like, oh, what it's like to be on the beach right now or in Disney World. So it, it was a lot of fun. I'd say that was um, a prime memory that we just keep going back to you know, ever since um, the pandemic hit.
1: I'm from like South Alabama.
3: So I'm very much missing the heat and
1: even the humidity. But um, we want to thank you all for your time. This has been great.
0: Thank you guys so much for coming. It was very interesting to be able to talk to you guys. We really appreciate you coming out.
2: Yeah, awesome. I mean, you guys are killing it. Awesome for you. I mean, I don't know how many freshmen would be willing to take the risk of starting a podcast on, on campus. So good job. Good for you.
3: And thank you so much for having us on. Thank you
0: for listening, and thanks again, Jack and Gianna, for joining us today.
1: Follow The Heights on Instagram and Facebook to suggest guests you want to hear from. You can catch up on the latest headlines on The Heights Facebook page every Monday.